The Word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the Word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our Saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's Word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to BromleyTownChurch.com. Let me just read to you from Psalm 46, verse 1. It says this, God, God is our refuge and strength. And even just reading that, there's a sense of like, oh, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. Is it a time of trouble? Yes, it perceives to be that. Do we need God? Yes, we need God. Where are we found right now? In the house of God. So we're in the right place at the right time, and we want His presence to come to help us, to strengthen us, to encourage us, and to breathe His peace upon us, so that not only may we know His peace, but that when we go from here, we can extend His peace to others who are around us and bring the presence of God to them. Now, I said it was a different morning, and it is a different morning. This morning, we're very pleased to be able to welcome a pastor all the way from Moldova. When I've been to Moldova with Valera, uh, we've been out there and we've been to a number of churches. One of the churches that we visited has been one in Chisinau, which is the capital of Moldova. And it's the church, and I'm going to look at my bit of paper, Basirica Philadelphia Church, which is actually the largest Pentecostal church in, uh, in Chisinau. And they do an amazing work. And I say amazing work. They've got schools. They've got places where they're looking after orphans. They're doing work with people on the streets, preaching the gospel, reaching people. They're doing a fantastic work. And it's our privilege to have the pastor here, Pastor Andrew. And we just thought it would be really good to hear from him. So if I could get Pastor Andrew to come up here. And Karina, who's going to help with translation. We want to welcome you. So this is going to be, for those of you who don't know Russian, are there many people here who know Russian? I know one or two. I'm not one of them. For those of you who don't know Russian, we're going to have this translated so that we can understand and pick up on something. God bless you. I would like to greet you here today. As it was spoken by Pastor Jonathan. My name is Andrew. I am a pastor at the Church of Philadelphia in the Chisinau town. It's the capital of Moldova. It's a small country. A lot of you won't know it. But there are great people who live there. Amen. They believe in Jesus Christ. They love Jesus. We have five services in our church. On Sunday. Uh, and on Saturday, another one. Three services in Russian. And three in Romanian. I am responsible for the Russian. I am great. I'm glad to be here. To worship here with you today. I felt the same spirit. The worship is the same as we have in our church. Uh, I just said to my wife, who is sitting next to me, uh, she's there. 
She's a Sunday school teacher at our church. Uh, director of the beginning classes. And just before the service today, as the service started, and I told, turned around to her and I said, look, it's the same as our, in our church. It seems we're so far from our church, but we feel at home here. Because we see people who love God, who believe in Jesus, and have faith in Jesus, uh, in God and Holy Spirit. It unites us all. The Spirit is one. Amen. Uh, I want to share a small gospel from Matthew uh, to, to, to receive uh, good things from the, from the Lord today. Jesus walks into Jerusalem with his disciples. As he enters Jerusalem, uh, and I see as I come to England, this is my first visit to London, and the people who live here in England, the English people, they of course want to show me something special about the capital. And uh, Jesus' disciples who walked around in Jerusalem with them, uh, they used to say to Jesus, look, look at this wonderful building. And they didn't know what Jesus would say about this building. They thought they would show Jesus how godly and wonderful they are with this big God's house. But Jesus starts to talk what is to come. And what Jesus wants, uh, wanted to lead the disciples to and what he wants us to be led to. So we turned around our values in life. We tend to hold to some material things in the world today. We pay a lot of attention to them. But Jesus, he wants us to seek him. He wants us to grasp the kingdom of God. His kingdom. Because his kingdom, it's always stable. Whatever happens, he is a strong God. Uh, and as Jesus walked, he would continue. Uh, he said that there would be, uh, the earth would fill with rumors. And as closer we are to his second coming, uh, people would be worried about uh, the stuff they hear. But Jesus said, don't worry. Don't worry. I am with you That's right. in any days. Whatever happens around us, whatever the rumors are, when in the world there is no peace, I, Jesus said, I will give you my peace, which are irrelevant to the world uh, today. 
my peace, says Jesus, from God, from the heaven. And I'll give you this peace. And Jesus continues, when whatever happens, what's happening now, and we hear what's happening, as we entered London, it was much calmer than it is today. But as we start calling our relatives back at home, we hear a, a, a panic coming from them about the coronavirus. But Jesus said, don't be terrified by this. Don't be afraid. He is with us. Amen. He, he is with you whatever situation it is. Whatever will happen, he won't leave us. And he told us what we need to do. Uh, the, the world will come to chaos. But we have to preach the salvation. That's right. Uh, to put our hope into God. To put our strength onto Jesus. Especially during the times what's happening now, the turmoil. To speak about peace. To people who have no clue about Jesus. Who can gain it in Jesus. It's a good platform to speak. Uh, about peace, yes. about salvation, about faith in Jesus Christ. And whilst the world is in panic, we are calm. Because our calm comes from the Lord. And people should see this. We have to preach about this. And in the Gospel of Matthew 24, Jesus says, uh, remain faithful to me. Be ready to meet with me. Wait for me. Because I'm not going to keep you waiting for long. I will definitely come for you. I'll be with you. I, I, I wish you all that Jesus wished then. To help you. To look up to heavens. To, to think about more about the kingdom of God about where we will be one day all together no matter what nation you're from no matter what age you are we will be with the one who we love the most no matter what's happening around us we will continue to praise Jesus we will continue to worship him I'll take the mic and I'll give it over to you. And to look after our lives that we are on the right path to meet Jesus. God bless you. I am glad to greet you here today and to hear from you. Thank you. God blessing. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Karina, well done. I couldn't have done that. That was, that was, and as far as we're concerned, that was flawless, okay? So that was brilliant. And Pastor Andrew, thank you so much. Uh, please take our greetings back to your church and to the city of Moldova because we want to bless Moldova in the name of Jesus. 
with strength and with the knowledge and wisdom of God in all that you do. So thank you so much for visiting us. We bless you in Jesus' name. And we want to thank all of you who've come to support family members. We really appreciate you giving your time and coming here and supporting them. And our prayer is that as you join in this celebration with them, that God will touch your heart and that you will know his peace and his blessing upon your life. Now, part of the service here is, well, the rest of the service is going to be about baptism. And you've heard a lot about the name of Jesus. In times of trouble, Jesus is our friend. In times of anguish, he is our peace. In fact, he is our everything. He is the one who has saved us from the things that we have done wrong. He is the one, by dying on the cross, that has made a way for us. And we're not the only people. I'm not the only person to say that. The people who gather in this church say that. And I want you to, hear the opportun- I want you to have the opportunity to hear of the candidates who are going to go through the water of baptism this morning, just to give a little bit of their story. So not a long story, but just a little bit. So you have a, a, an insight into, well, how did this Jesus affect their lives? How has Christianity come to be part of their lives so that we can enter into their life and celebrate with them? And we've got five candidates. Now, the first one is Kelly. And uh, we have uh, we videotaped Kelly's message for us, and so we've got translation with that. So she's going to speak to us from the screen, but we're just going to watch this on the screens now. Hello, my name is Kelly, and I was born to Eric. I've grown up in a family with uh, mum and dad and two sisters, and um, when I was young. They all went to learn sign language. I'm very grateful that we all communicate so well, and I love my family. And I guess uh, I grew up, I believed there was a Jesus, but I didn't know anything more than that. And I didn't understand fully. I just knew that the, the word of Jesus. When I was a teenager, I was um, stressed and uh, used to keep uh, things to myself. Uh, I preferred to be with my family because at school they didn't believe me. I was scared and um, yeah, I loved my friends but sometimes when I text them like going to a party or something they wouldn't answer. And um,
your love, does anyone want to become a Christian? And I straight away put my hand up. I really did want to. Amen. I wanted to, uh, I was so, so interested to hear more and more about Jesus. I wanted to be a Christian. And I uh, thank God. And here I am now. <laughs> that that was very good, very good. Um, Grace, where's Grace? Grace, you're going to come down. Do you want to put that on the lectern? Shall I bring it over? Here we go. There we go. Come down here. I'll stand here as support. Okay. <laughs> In the last year, I wasn't sure if I was a Christian. Just because my parents brought me up to believe, I wanted to be sure myself. In youth, we were asked, have you seen God work in our lives? I said, God answers my prayers when I ask for help with my friends. He mainly helps, helps me by changing my attitude. At Soul Survivor, I went forward to make a commitment to myself that I believe in Jesus and I am a Christian. I've seen him working in my life, so I'm getting baptized today to be obedient and to show I put my trust in God and I and that I have started a relationship with him. Thank you. Well done, guys. Well done. Well done. I, I forgot to mention, didn't I? I always forget this. Some people are not used to public speaking, Grace being one of those. So when you stand up here, you've all got a smile. Come on. Because otherwise you say, whoa, what's going on? So nice smiles. Okay. Now, Anna, where's Anna? Anna's coming up with Lucy. Come on, Anna. Are you okay? Don't be no. Look, hang on. Look up here. Look at them. Are they smiling? Are they smiling? Yeah? Well, give them away. That's it. Okay. Here we go. You hold on to that. Lucy is here as moral support. Courtney. Courtney. I beg your pardon, Courtney. I called you Lucy earlier on, didn't I? Yeah. There you go. Can't get the stuff. A few weeks ago, I heard a voice. It was almost like a whisper but I felt it at first I didn't know what it was and but it told me I was ready to get baptized and I can do it with his help I was a bit confused until I remembered there are baptisms going on I told my mom I looked around to see if there was anyone who was in the seat next to me but there wasn't. That's when my mum told me it was the Holy Spirit. It was, but it just felt normal. That's when I realised I felt it all the time. And I know that I can trust God and I put my faith in him and I want to commit my life to him. Thank you for listening. Amen. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Kalina. Galena, now is the time. Come on. Come on. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> okay, well, um, you probably all know me. I've been here for a good seven years now. Um, if anybody doesn't, this is Valeri and Elvira's daughter, Galena. Okay. <laughs> I one away. of them, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of them. There's seven of us. <laughs> I turned away from Christ. I, 
it's, it was quite a hard decision, to be honest, because I knew there was Christ. I've always believed. Um, my prayers have always been answered from young. We've always been spiritually touched as a family. There's a lot of things that's happened as a family, and we was able to overcome with Christ. And then recently, I just felt like, no, 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 no. It's time for you to push yourself. Go forward. Like, And I just felt like, no, no, it's time for me to change. It's time for me to actually accept Christ as my one and only saviour and actually come to him full on. So, hence, I have come to do this baptism today, guys. <laughs> Well done, well done, well done. Gary. <laughs> Come on, Gary. I know this is the moment you've been waiting for. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just make sure there's plenty of smiling faces here for Gary, yeah? Well, there's a lot of people now. <laughs> Come on. Good morning, all. Good morning. I'm Gary. This is my testimony. When told I was expected to do this, I was like, what do I talk about and for how long? Oh, not too long, I was told. So I'm on a buzzer here, guys. So if I start speaking faster, you know what's on the way. Well, for me, I'm trying to access and express better how I'm feeling or how certain things in my life make me feel. So if someone asks me how I'm feeling right now, that's easy, nervous and scared. Public speaking is not my thing. But generally, if I was asked by someone close to me, how a certain situation made me feel, my usual response was a shrug of the shoulder or I felt all right. Well, this is something I'm working on, being able to better express the feelings that are going on inside. So I'm going to go right back to the beginning for you guys to make sense of why I stand up here before you all today. As a baby, I was baptized a Catholic, had my first Holy Communion at about seven-ish and went to a Catholic primary and secondary school. And through these times, I would often be going to church whether it be at school or with the family on a Sunday. Through my late teens and early adulthood, I went to church much, much less, Christmas and Easter usually. My feelings on this period of my life, church life, is one I can only describe as going through the motions. I, do, I did and do believe in God, but at that time of my life, I'd rather be doing other things. Things probably that I shouldn't have, but let's move on. Skipping several years, timekeepers are happy at this. I met and married Goosh. A couple or so years ago, Goosh decided one Sunday morning that she was going to church. I thought, okay, I'll see you when you get back. <laughs> she did this several times on a Sunday, and each time she came back very chilled, peaceful, and joyful. My conclusion was, ah, she's married to me. <laughs> Your laughter is proof this wasn't the case. <laughs> it was her connection with God and the people in this church, which is the real truth. My feelings on this matter is, I'd like a piece of that. Joyful, peaceful feelings are always a good thing. With genuine loving people around you and a connection to God, that can't be a bad thing. So I decided to come along one Sunday and creep in. Though I didn't need to, because the band was playing and the place was rocking. Very different to my previous experiences of church. My feelings on this was that it's not what I expected, and slowly through time, I came more and more. Till one day I found myself at Alpha talking about God and my thoughts and feelings on the subject and the people I met there and also at church left me with a feeling of connection and the feeling that maybe I should make an effort to attend church on a more regular basis. This I did. Then in July um, last year, my father's business, which has been running for more than 40 years, where I've also worked at. Okay. For many years. I didn't think this would happen. I thought I'd be all right with this. <laughs> That's okay. Um, had a big fire which started in the floor below our workshop and affected us in a serious way. 
all this week, all this, one week before we were due to go on our two-week summer holiday. Many feelings and emotions came up at this time. Too many to mention in time I have, but it was a tough, tough time. The workshop, mine and my family's emotions were all over the place. We decided to go on our holiday as planned, as there wasn't anything we could do because getting into our building was deemed unsafe. After our break, if you can call it that, I, we knew there was a lot to do that needed to build up business again. A few weeks into it, I remember one night lying on the sofa, exhausted, not wanting to watch Netflix, play PlayStation, even watch the footy. And I said to Goosh, I'm struggling here. I'm not sure if everything's going to be all right. So she said, is it okay if I pray for you? I thought, mm, okay. Afterwards, I'm not saying all my problems were solved and the world was a perfect place, but I did feel reinvigorated, more calmer about the situation and ready to move forward, onwards and upwards. My general feeling towards church is one similar to my experience when I go to the gym. If I'm honest, both places, church and the gym, I don't really want to go, but I know when I do go to these places, I come out feeling energised and much calmer and my inner peace is restored, ready for the week ahead or the full day that's in front of me which is a good thing. So to my conclusion, timekeepers, I am nearly done. In a nutshell, I stand here before you all today and I've thought in the past, why do I need to do this? As I've been baptised already as a child. Why put myself through this experience? But where's the personal growth in that? So I thought this would be a great opportunity for me to grow personally in conquering some of my fears, i.e. talking about myself in public and coming out the other side. Throughout my life, I've always believed in God, but never made a public declaration of it. Life is about feeling and the feelings it brings to yourself personally. And by standing here doing this, a part of me is growing because of it. So here I am, looking to be baptised again at 40. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> well done, Darren, well done. You did well, you did very well. <laughs> I- it is right, it's right to clap all of these people because it takes some effort to come here. And as Gary was saying there, you know, suddenly you're like, this is my life I'm telling you about. And you're just sitting here sort of grinning at me. But there's a truth that's also being expressed is that God changes lives. God does things in people's lives. He shifts things out. He makes adjustments. He helps us through the good times. But it's not only the good times. He helps us through the bad times and he is here to help us. So we're going to baptize now. So there's going to be a little bit of adjustment because we're going to remove these, uh, uh, this here. Yes? Is that happening? I just keep speaking and it happens. I keep speaking and it happens. So that's going to happen. And then we're going to baptize our candidates. So just while these uh, covers are being moved, I just want to say a couple of things. For those of you who are here and have never seen a baptism, then at Bromley Town Church, what we preach or what we do is what's called believer's baptism. And that is that people get baptized not because they've just, they're young or they want to know something about the church. They get baptized because they believe in Jesus Christ for the salvation of their sins. So it's people who are believers who are being baptized. And that's why Gary was saying, well, hey, hang on, I've, I've been baptized as a child. We're baptized as children. Some people are baptized as children in their church just because it's almost part of the tradition. But Gary's not been baptized as a believer. I am believing in Jesus Christ and what he has done on the cross for me personally. And that's what each of these candidates are doing. Now, why do we put people underwater? Well, actually, it's because they're following what Jesus did. 
Jesus was baptized, and he tells other people, you need to follow me, be baptized like I was baptized. And he was baptized in the River Jordan. But as we're a long way from Jordan, we've got the water here in Bromley. And we have water because water symbolizes, as we all know, it symbolizes the idea of washing. And there is a sense in which the people who have put their trust in Jesus are believing that their sins have been washed away. And so there is a sense as we come to the water and people go under the water that they're being washed. But it's not only about that. It's not this cleansing. It's the fact that they're identifying with Jesus. And here's the bit. We put them in the water. We put them under the water. And the bit that I sometimes like to say, if we were to hold them under the water, who knows what would happen? Yes, you're right. They would die. Now, we're not going to do that. So let's just get over that. We put them under the water because we're symbolizing that they are dying to their old way of living without Jesus. But just as Jesus rose again from the dead, so we're going to bring them up out of the water, symbolizing resurrection. I am rising again with Jesus, and now I'm living a new life following Jesus. So there's a real symbolism in what we're doing in this. There's a real obedience. Jesus did this. We're following in the line of Jesus. And these people who have put their trust in Jesus are following in that line and doing what Jesus has done. And we are therefore going to pray with them and actually baptize them. Now, let's get into the pool. Yeah, come on. It's time for some swimming, William. Actually, no swimming. No, not today. Uh, We're going to go in the same order as we saw the testimonies. Okay, so we're going to have Kelly is going to come first. And we've got John Barry who's going to baptize alongside with William. So just for everybody's knowledge, okay, uh, because sometimes we do things differently. Because we've got five candidates today, so we're going to get people in the pool, baptize them. We're going to get them in the pool. We're going to pray for them. We're going to baptize them. We're going to pray for them again. They're going to come out of the pool. The next person is going to go into the pool and they're going to baptize them, do the same, the same system. Let's just, let's just hang on a second. Let's get the carpet. I'm sorry the carpet doesn't match the color, but, you know, it's the best we could get. There we are. Excellent. So people are going to be baptized one after the other. Now, what we've often done, if there's only one person being baptized, we've let them stay in the water and we've prayed for them. And some people have a word from God or they feel like, here's a scripture or I want to pray for them. We're not going to have time for all of that, but hopefully as we get to the end, there will be some time for that. But I want to say to anybody, if you feel that you have a word of encouragement, a scripture, something you want to share with the person who's being baptized, then please will you write it down? Will you remember it? Will you make sure you speak to them after the service so that everybody's getting the encouragement that they need? Now, okay, other things. If you're a family member here, you want to take pictures, that's fine. If you can't see because you're sitting at the back, stand up and walk around to the front here. There's plenty of space around here. This is relaxed time. This is not, you know, you can't get it wrong unless you fall in the water and you weren't expected to. That's getting it wrong. Otherwise, we want you to be able to see because this is a, a time of people seeing what's going on and of believing and of making statements before Jesus. So is everybody okay? Yes, I'm going to hand over to William. William, it's down to you, okay, unless you need me. <laughs> Kelly, have you put your trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of all your sins? Yes, I have. Amen. Do you accept Jesus Christ, the risen Son of the Most High God, as your Lord and Savior? 
Yes. <laughs> a little chilly. Um, are you now willing to live the rest of your life for him? Amen. Then upon the profession of your faith, let's put this up here. Upon the profession of your faith in Jesus and the forgiveness of his of your sins, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Have you put your trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you accept Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life? Yes. Are you now willing to live your life for him? Yes. Having heard your profession of faith in Jesus Christ. Have you put your trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you accept Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life? Yes. Are you now willing to live your life for him? Yes. Having heard your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, we now baptise you. Have you put your trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I did. Amen. Do you accept Jesus as the Lord of your life? Yes. Are you now willing to live the rest of your life for him? Yes. Yes. 
having heard of your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, we are now going to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Oh, if I put my microphone on, that would be even more helpful, I'm told. Um, I haven't got any jokes. We're just waiting. Nice weather. Let's just pray. Father, we want to thank you for everything that's been said and these candidates that have been baptized so far. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're praying for your glory and your presence to fill this place. Father, we declare we need you. In these days when there is disruption, in these days where there is trials across our nation, across the nations of the world, we realize that you are greater than all things. And we come to you, Lord, to surrender to you, to ask Heavenly Father that your mercy and your grace would be upon each of our lives. Lord, let your light shine upon us and let your presence fill us. Father, will you guide each one of us? Will you protect us, not only from sickness, Lord, but will you protect us from being afraid? Will you help us to put our trust in you? Will you help our hearts and our minds to be anchored in you? Will you let your peace come upon us and upon our families? And Father, will you deliver us? Deliver us not only as a people, as a nation, and as the nations of this world. Deliver us, O oh God. Save us, Lord, from what is happening. Help our eyes to be turned to you. Help us to come back to worship you. To come back to that place where we, as the created ones, worship our creator. We thank you, God, that you are the one and only God. We thank you that you are above every other power and every other name. We thank you that you are the only uncreated one and we are your creation. Father, have mercy upon us as a people. Help us, strengthen us, establish and keep each one of us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 As if by cue, here's our man. Praise God. He's ready. Hey. He's ready. This is 15, 15 lengths and we're done, all right? Just go down slowly. Gary, have you put your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I do. 
Do you accept Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life? I do. And are you now willing to live your life for him? I am. And Gary, having heard the confession of your faith, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, these candidates can all come out. Now we've just got a few moments before they go to get changed. I just wanna ask if there's anybody here who'd like to pray for the candidates. If it's one particular one, that's fine. But, and if you have a, a, a word of encouragement or anything you wanna speak over them, then now is an opportunity to do so. Um, I need to get the microphone, where's that's gone? It's there, thank you very much, Claire. So if you'd like to indicate to me clearly that that's the case, Irene. Galena, I don't know if I've pronounced your name right. Every day, Galena, every day, Galena, 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 how much the Lord loves you. Every day I've prayed for you. My prayers can't be measured to your parents and your family's prayers, of course, but I stand here and it's wonderful to see you. And in this moment, may this not just be a moment that will come and will go. May this be a lasting time in your life, deeply rooted in the Lord's righteousness, deeply rooted in the goodness of God, deeply rooted in faith. May all that the Lord has placed in you and deposited in you and all the people around, may this grow and testify until you meet Jesus face to face. And may anything and everything that's in the way that's been stopping or blocking or may start, may that just diminish through the power of the blood of Jesus. And I'll continue to pray and in my heart watch for you with the eyes of the Lord and the heart and mind of Christ. Galena, Galena, Galena. Amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. you yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Me sure. talking. Okay, I can make mistakes quite often. <laughs> Me talking, that'd be funny. So I've had a picture. You know electric uh, sockets and the wire? You know, you can have these... Um, uh, I can't, what they're Pins. called, when you have four oh. bits, four plugs in a row, extensions, thank you. Um, and you plug in the main one. We're plugging into God here. And it's always on. And then there's the four other sockets. You could put a lamp in there, couldn't you, and have light from that. And uh, you can, might decide uh, to take that off. But the power is still there. You're still plugged in, Kelly, to God's love. You can put other things in and uh, join into that, but God is never, ever turned off. Amen. Amen. And we praise him. Anna, (laughs) I'm extremely proud of my daughter. Um, A lot of people probably won't know this, but before I had my daughter, I lost a son. So when Anna was born, she's known as a rainbow baby, but I put everything I had into you, you know that. And she's had a lot of struggles along the way, um, 
But she's always had the faith of God, and I've been privileged to watch her grow in her faith and the Holy Spirit getting stronger and stronger and stronger in her. And I'm, I'm just so, so proud of her today. Um, and I, you know, we wouldn't be here without actually my friend Sandra. She's not just my friend, she's my family. And then when we came into the church, you all feel like our family. You don't, you know, you, it doesn't matter about blood. You all are our family. And we just grow every time we come here. Uh, the Holy Spirit is very, very strong. And I'm, I'm just glad that we could be here because obviously a couple of days ago, I did talk to Claire and Sarah and I was extremely ill. I didn't have the coronavirus, but I was extremely, extremely ill to the point that I really didn't want to let her down. And I know how, how badly she wanted to be baptised today. And so me and Anna sat down and we prayed and we prayed and prayed and prayed that if it was today that he wanted her baptised, so be it. In the morning I woke up and I didn't have a headache, I didn't feel ill, anything. This is how God works and we've, we've, we've seen it time and time again what he's done. So I just want to say I'm really proud of you and I love Amen. you so Amen. much. Amen. Bless you. That's great. That's great. I'd just like to pray a couple of scriptures over all of you. Um, this is from Numbers 6, 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make Amen. his face shine upon Amen. you and be gracious to you. Mm. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you yes. and give you peace. And Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sandra. That's very good. Okay, we'll go here and then we'll come back over here. Jesus said, let the children come to me. I love the fact that Grace, as a child, has wanted to publicly say that she chooses Christ, that you want to follow him. And you, it was not by a compulsion because of us as parents, but just your own will. And this example, I pray, will encourage and remind each and every one of us that it's not uncomplicated to come to God. We can all come as, uh, and surrender to him just as loving children. Now, as a child of God, I pray that God will bless you, Grace, and keep you all the days of your life. I pray that you will remember his victory over your life. He made you and kept you safe in my womb, despite me falling down the stairs very early in my pregnancy. And he will continue to battle for you. Remember, with God's help, you can overcome and see Amen. many miracles and victories. Amen. Thank you, God, for grace. Thank you for her childlike heart, willing to surrender to you and obey you. I pray you will bless her now. Fill her with your love, peace, joy, and perseverance. Help her to claim the victory found in you and to stand firm knowing who you are. May you lavish your spiritual gifts on her now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thanks. Hi, Galena. <laughs> um, Jonathan said earlier that um, he's been waiting for this day. So <laughs> Sorry, I'm not family or I'm not her mentor or anything, but I've watched Galena grow and I've worked in a school where she, you know, she schooled and her sister. And um, I've seen it just go these girls were. I mean, they're a blessing, but, you know, when you hear something, you're just like, God. But um, 
you know, just basically, I just want to say it's good to be in a church that prays for people, that prays for our young people. And um, I only found out Galena was getting baptized yesterday. We, uh, you know, uh, bumped into each other at a store. And even when she told me, I'm like, God, I'm Terry. I couldn't believe she was like, oh, guess who's getting baptized tomorrow? I'm like, who? <laughs> I didn't think it was her. And, you know, while we were talking, I'm just like, God. And I remember prayer meetings where we've prayed for Galena and her sister, where we've prayed for other young people. And, um, I mean, you watch young people move away from God and then come back. And this is a classic example. And um, I just want to encourage us, you know, to keep praying. I know her parents pray for her. I know her, her elder sister prays. Um, but it's good to have a family here in church that also connects, that, you know, encourages and stand in, stands in the gap um, for our young people and for one another. And, you know, speaking to her yesterday, she, you, you could tell that she's ready it's not, I mean, she said her mom asked her on Monday if she wanted to get baptized. And she's like, yes, of course. Um, but just speaking to her, you know, you could tell that this is the time. She knows that this is the time. And she's not being, you know, she doesn't feel that any compulsion. She knows that this, you know, she's ready to do it. And I just bless God. I thank God, you know, for bringing you to this stage. You know, you're glowing and you're so happy to do this. And um, I just want to encourage, you know, us as a church to just keep praying and standing in the gap, and particularly for young people, you know, because they're faced with different struggles and the things that drag them away from God. But if we stand in the place of prayer, not letting go, not giving up, um, in James, sorry, um, can you open, thank you. James 5, 19, we've been studying James in church. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. And that's what we do when we pray, you know, for people that have wandered away and come back. And I just bless everyone that has been baptized today and um, pray Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You know, so just remember that God is your light, you know, every one of you. And um, there's nothing to fear. You know, as you um, take this bold step, as you continue, you just need to turn to him and to hold on, come what may, no matter what life throws at us. We know someone who's strong, who's our rock, and is always with us. God bless you. Um, I've got a couple, actually, so I'm just going to keep the microphone. Um, Grace. When I was praying for you, I was just remembering how before you were born, you were supposed to be called Lucy. And you weren't called Lucy because there was another little girl in this church who was born seven days before you, nine days before you. And um, they called her Lucy Annabelle and your mum and dad were going to call you Luciana. And your mum was like, they took my name. They took the name I planned. And um, as a parent of a third child, you think you know what you're doing because you've got two children already and I've got one of each same as your mum and dad and and you think well I've kind of got this down now and then your third child comes along and you're like oh God's given me something totally new and I really just wanted to affirm to you that your mum and dad have plans for you because they are godly parents and they have prayed you into existence and they always have your back but God always knew who you were even before they did and they submitted and it was hard for your mum to give that name up and they submitted to the plans that they knew God had for you 
And God has a plan for you that is not an Emma-shaped plan and it's not a Jack-shaped plan. It's very much a Grace-shaped plan because it was not a Lucy-shaped plan. And he knew that. And I just wanted to affirm over you today that you are grace because you're supposed to be grace and that you bring grace and the name that God had planned for you all along was because he had that purpose and he knew that already and the way that you are growing to be yourself and to claim yourself in him is awesome and I just thank him for today because he knew when was right for you and you have listened and you have waited and you have been obedient and so we bless and honor you today for that. And upstairs, um, the children today are learning about how God can do a lot with just a little. Um, and they're, they're doing all sorts of experiments that if you have children upstairs in B2C Kids, you'll learn about because they're making a huge amount of mess with hydrogen peroxide. You are welcome. Um, and so what they're learning is that you only need to bring a little bit to God and he can do a great big bit with it. And Gary, I just, when we were doing that lesson this morning and I knew that you were getting baptised today, you had that little bit, and when you said you were going to, like, yeah, I'll come, I'll come onto the BTC kids team, you might think you've only got a little bit, and you're very self-deprecating, and it's hilarious. And it reminds me of someone I love very much. And so you may think you've only got a little bit, but whatever you are bringing into this house, God is magnifying. And I thank you for your obedience to saying, I don't feel like I have enough, but I'll do it for you. Please keep doing that. Because it's making an enormous difference. And your obedience today in coming and saying, you know, it was me that gave her the peace. And that was funny. But it, you're more than you think you are because God has put a lot in you. And he is going to keep bringing it out. And so please keep following him to do that because it's going to make such a difference. Beyond which you have no control over, but he certainly does. Uh, I just um, want to uh, read it for all of you, for all who was baptized today. Because today morning I had it quite suddenly and clearly. And it's like um, Jesus saying to all of you, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Yes. Amen. 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 Your word. Yes, yes. So you have to watch. Can you come a bit closer for Kelly? Thank you. So um, I brought Kelly to a prayer meeting here um, a few months ago her first prayer meeting. And there wasn't a lot of people here, but with Kelly, um, you have to tell her what's happening. And uh, I said at one point, you know, we sang for a long time, and then we both sat down at a table. And um, I said to her, oh, look, look over there. Someone's right flat on the floor. And she said, why? And I said, because they're feeling God and they need just to, humble themselves and I said look over there someone's on their knees and uh, she looked and she was pretty astounded and I said do you want to pray and she just bowed her head 
<laughs> she looked like an angel. <laughs> um, and she quietly prayed just, just for a minute or two. You know, when you're a young Christian, you don't, you don't have a lot. To, you have to learn to pray. And she looked up at me afterwards. She said, I know the Holy Spirit's here. Because she can't smell, but she said, I can taste him. And I knew God is going to use you, Kelly, in a big way. You can go places. You can speak to people that we can't. Most people here haven't got the skills. We haven't got the patience. We haven't got the understanding that you have. But our Father God, just like the others have testified, you know, when they were still in their mum's rooms, God knew everything about them, and the same is for you. He knew what you were going to be like, and his love for you is immense. That's the end of it. Amen. You could use that mic. most powerful verses in the Bible uh, must surely be this one. And uh, as I was praying this morning, just got really impressed in the moment. It just says this, for God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I guess all of us hope that we're better people than we actually are. But the cross shows us that actually we're not really the people that we want to be or we should be sometimes. Cross is the key to everything. And you know, God welcomes you today. He welcomes you because you are his son and he loves you. He welcomes you, he loves you like he loves his own son. And um, and that isn't because you've done anything particularly, it's because he loves you. It's just on the basis of your trust in him. His love for you, and everything changed when you did that. It's wonderful, isn't it? Amen. And another thing that I felt God just reminded me today of is it, uh, you work with watches, you're a watch repairer, and if you ever looked inside a watch, it's a mystery to me. It's a mystery, it's a complete mystery. Um, and but God looks inside you and He sees what He made you. It's a mystery. It's a complete mystery how God made us. The Bible says that he knitted us together in our mother's wombs. He was there even before we came into, into existence. He knew you. And God knows every single thing about you. He made you the person that you are. And I just felt God wanted to remind you this morning that you are as intricately made, as perfectly made, as beautifully made, as one of those watches that you work with. And maybe you take that for granted, probably. I, I do at times in my own job, but it's an amazing thing that the intricacy that is in that watch is in you infinitely more. 
Amen. God loves you. Amen. He loves you. And uh, he welcomes you today like his own son. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Yes. I'm just going to let Gushan say something and then we're going to sing a song together. Um, Pastor William asked me if I wanted to say something today and I said no because I'd be too emotional. So I'm going to try <laughs> not be emotional. But I really feel like um, I need to say something to you and that is that um, baptism symbolises the washing away of sins, right? And a new life. There is a scripture, I think, 2 Corinthians maybe, somewhere, about new life. But anyway, um, and that's what I just feel like I need to say to you today, that the past is washed away, right? The past is washed away. All of it is washed away. Mm. And today, you, you start a new life. And I've seen how God is moving in your life. I've been able to sit back and just watch that. And I know that he's got a great plan for you, Gary. And you, you don't see how special you are. Yeah, you don't see how special you are. But I just pray now that God will reveal that to you and show you. And that now you can kind of go forward in life knowing that. Because I just know that there's amazing things for you ahead. And I'm just so happy that I'm, I'm going to be here to see that. Amen. Amen. Okay, Kelly. For me, uh, I met Kelly two weeks ago for the first time. John Barry invited me to come here, and after church, I talked to this girl. She's such a lovely girl. Oh, I'm really fond of her. And we talked and talked for ages, me and my wife, with Kelly. And God said to me today that I should be here to watch this for Kelly. And I'm just so happy to see her being baptised. And uh, the reason we were baptised, it's really important. It's, it's, we, we're born again, it says. And uh, we learn at the beginning, you know, we, we're like babies. We, we have milk to begin with. Uh, but, um, you know, I want to say to you, you know, you're, you're going to progress from today, Kelly, from the milk to the meat. And also, the, the other reason for baptism as that, is that we are surrounded by angels and they are rejoicing. Amen. They are on their trumpets. You know, we are brothers and sisters in Christ, thrilled to bits to watch today. But you know, up there, your father uh, uh, is there rejoicing over you. And there's a reading in Matthew 3, chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 11, that says, You are baptized with water. But you, those who come after me will 
We'll be baptised with the Holy Spirit and fire, Amen. not just water. Wow, when I think of that fire, there is power in fire. You know, um, often what happens after people are baptised is that uh, you go through really difficult times and we don't want that for you. We want you to remember that you are in Christ and that he, he provides the power you need for your life. And we, we pray that each one of you folks who have been baptised will be kept safe. And we're, we're going to pray for you, Kelly. Amen. Bless you. Amen. 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 Uh, can I just get the candidates to stand up, please? All those who've been baptised, just to stand up. Because we're just going to pray for you. We're going to pray for the presence and power, what's just been talked about, the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we call upon you. Holy Spirit, have mercy. Have mercy, Holy Spirit. We lift each of these candidates before you and we pray for them now. Holy Spirit, come and baptize them afresh with your power, with your fire, with your presence to strengthen them, to encourage them, to help them, overwhelm them with the glory of heaven. Cause their hearts to be deeply moved and connected to the Father. Holy Spirit, breathe upon them. Let your peace fill them. Let the glory of your fire come upon them so that they may know your presence and your power each and every day. Father, touch them. In the name of Jesus, fill them. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a lot that could have been said this morning that hasn't been said. Because there's a lot about people's lives yet to be revealed. When we started talking about Galena and her school days, I was remembered. There was, there was difficulties in those times. She was a long way from God. And yet we have seen God do amazing things to bring her back. And I don't know what position you are in, because I don't know everybody's life. But I do know this, that we sin, that is we do things wrong, and that separates us from God. And there's only one way to come back into relationship with God. And that is by putting our faith in Jesus, his son, who came to die on a cross for our sin. He hung on a cross to pay the price of what we had done wrong. It's only Jesus. And that's why we have unashamedly lifted up the name of Jesus. Because it's Jesus Christ who is the saviour of the world. Who forgives our sins. And who makes the way back for us to have relationship with God. Each of the people who have been baptized this morning have known that experience in their lives. They've known putting their trust. It seems strange. How do I put my trust in Jesus? You do it by this, by saying to Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Confessing your sins before God. And I don't need to tell you what they are because God will remind you of them. And you ask for his forgiveness. And through what Jesus has done for us, we are brought back into relationship with God. And of course, we don't know everything. That's the beginning of relationship. But just like every relationship that we have grows and goes through dust changes and adjustments, 
so our relationship with Jesus can grow from this day on. But it takes a starting point, and that starting point is one, we recognize that we need to get right with God. Two, it is praying a prayer to say, God, please come and change my life. Please come and forgive my sin. It needs that forgiveness of sin. But you know what? When we open our hearts to Jesus, He is standing at the door of our hearts. He's already knocking at the door of our hearts. He's just waiting for us to open our lives and to allow Him to come in. I just want to say as we finish here, is that your position? Are you waiting to open the door of your heart to allow Jesus to come in and forgive you of your sins? Only you can know the answer to that and God Himself who can see your own heart. But I want to encourage you as I'm just going to pray now. I'm going to pray a simple prayer. And if you would like to open your life to Jesus, to begin that process of having your sins forgiven and knowing the power of God that can come in, then I would like you to pray this prayer with me. I'll say it out aloud. You can say it loudly or you can say it just quietly in your mind, but it's about just giving ourselves to God. So we're just going to bow our heads. Father, I bring myself to you, God. And I say that I am sorry for my sin. I know that I have done wrong. I know that I have displeased you, even though I don't fully understand you. But I know that I have done things that make me feel guilty and unclean. And I ask you, Jesus, to forgive me of my sin, to cleanse me of what I have done wrong, and to bring me back into relationship with God, my Father. I open the door of my heart wide for you, Jesus, to come in. And I ask you to help me and take me from this day forward into a deep, full, meaningful relationship with you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning. Or... Join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com.